Have you ever thought about the difference between those who finish well and those who struggle to stay in the race? What makes one person resilient despite difficulties and another give in and quit when it gets tough? Today we're going to look at Psalm 130, which I believe has an answer to these questions. Let's read it. Psalm 130 says, Help God, the bottom has fallen out of my life. Master, hear my cry for help. Listen hard, open your ears, listen to my cries for mercy. If you, God, kept records on wrongdoings, who would stand a chance? As it turns out, forgiveness is your habit, and that's why you're worshipped. I pray to God my life of prayer and wait for what he'll say and do. My life's on the line before God, my Lord, waiting and watching till morning, waiting and watching till morning. O Israel, wait and watch for God. With God's arrival comes love. With God's arrival comes generous redemption. No doubt about it, he'll redeem Israel. Buy back Israel from captivity to sin. You've heard the saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, but it's actually not true. What doesn't kill us can actually make us weaker. See, the difficulties we face has the potential to either make us stronger or weaker. And it has more to do with mindset and our approach to what we're going through than the actual challenges we face. In 1964, researchers did a study. They did some tests on dogs. The dogs were placed in two different groups and faced two different scenarios. They allowed one group of dogs to figure out that they could get out of a difficult situation, but the others were not allowed to. Over time, they discovered the first group of dogs would look for a way out of the difficulties. The second group, the ones who could not escape, they would, they would sit and whimper when faced with difficulties, even when there was a way out. It came to be known as learned hopelessness. It turns out that the same behavior is in humans. But the second part of the study came to be known as learned optimism. This psalm is about learned optimism, or in other words, hope, which is the key to getting through difficulties stronger and better. Hope is commonly used to mean a wish. But the problem with this kind of hope, it's only as strong as the source that can grant that wish. Biblical hope is different. Biblical hope is the confident expectation of what God has promised, and therefore its strength is in His faithfulness. In other words, hope is confidence in God's goodness. It's a belief that things will work out even when it seems otherwise. I like the Psalms so much because they are honest about the human condition and about how sometimes our choices make makes life even more difficult. These Psalms do not ignore suffering, but rather they tell us what to do when we are suffering. In the middle of the Psalm, the Psalmist says we are waiting and watching. These two words, they add up to hope. It's patience and it's expectancy. Hope is a patient expectancy. It's not passive, but active. It's looking ahead, it's anticipating but at the same time, do what we can do in the middle of where we're at. And this psalm is acknowledging that God is in the middle of it all. Isaiah 40:31 says, But those who wait for the Lord, those who expect, those who look for, those who hope in Him, those who hope in the Lord, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God, like eagles rising toward the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. See, the key to getting better and stronger, not weaker, is where we place our hope. Our confidence is in God, not in ourselves. Trusting that He is doing something on our behalf, even when we can't see it. In Romans 5, Paul talks about the process that we go through when it comes to suffering and trials and temptations. What can be produced when we approach that process with the right mindset? He says, We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. 
Paul is talking about a process. The trials of faith can produce perseverance, and when we stick it out, it develops our character, which always leads to hope. So our faith grows, our maturity grows, and our trust in God grows. If the trial is passed, we don't give up, we mature, and the fact that we learned from it strengthens us and makes us better. Thornton Wilder says, Hope is a projection of the imagination. So is despair. Despair all too readily embraces the ills it foresees. Hope is an energy and arouses the mind to explore every possibility to combat them. In response to hope, the imagination is aroused to picture every possible issue, to try every door, to fit together even the most diverse pieces in the puzzle. After the solution has been found, it is difficult to recall the steps taken. So many are just below the level of consciousness. In other words, hope is a mindset. It's focused on God's goodness and His faithfulness. And no matter what we face, we can come out stronger and better. Hang in there. A better you and a better day is on its way. That's the promise we have in God. Keep climbing strong.